money. I don't have your money. I know I'd be a lot happier with some extra cash. Is this about money? Oh, man, we got bills to pay, buddy. <laughs> Obviously, this is all about money. I got to talk to you about money. With practical tips and a focus on scripture, let's talk money with Dave and Reb from More Than Enough, the financial show that speaks to the heart of your money story. Real conversations about money for real people. Let's talk money. Are you ready to talk money, Reb? I'm ready to talk money. Although... Well, well, I was just going to say, I I have to apologize right up front to you (laughs) here in front of all of our faithful listeners. I'm making you do the radio show on your birthday. Technically, it sounds like I'm doing it on my birthday, but actually it's not. Okay. But it is my birthday because July 15th is my birthday. So, so this show is being aired on July and On 15th. my birthday. And, and it's not my favorite topic. Happy, happy, happy birthday. But it will so, be a helpful yes, topic. Yes. Thanks for thanks so, for that. I'm 53 today. Wow. Yeah. So, you know, for all her Facebook friends <clears throat> and for all the people who have her contact information, I give you full permission <laughs> no. to inundate her inbox with uh, happy birthday. Um, <laughs> wonderful congratulations. Tell her how much, how wonderful she is um, and you know how much you love her and care for her. We would, uh, that's my gift to you is, is all the hundreds of thousands of people that are listening to this. Are Thanks, Jared. All the people box. that know me so well. Yes. So Yeah. Right. So, great. Thank you. So that. welcome to the show. This is a show where Rev and Dave, or Dave and Reb, depends on, on which one you want to put first, uh, talk about the hard issues around money. Mm-hmm. And in light of your birthday, but not really connected to it. So we won't keep harping on your on your birthday. But the, the, the reality is, is we're going to talk about some really key things that are going on right here, right now uh, in the kind of in the housing market uh, with our cash flow and mortgage rates. So, so I'm going to ask you some significant questions yeah. um, about this today. But I'm going to start with Proverbs 3, verse 5 and 6. And seven, actually, because there are some verses that I grew up knowing, and we've often mentioned them on this radio show, but we're going to keep reminding ourselves and and actually let, let's meditate on, on these words for a minute. Trust in the Lord with all your heart. Lean not on your own understanding. In all your ways, acknowledge him, and he shall direct your paths Do not be wise in your own eyes. Fear the Lord and depart from evil. It will be health to your flesh and strength for your bones. I love that phrase. Do not be wise in your own eyes. And, uh, there is a that is a really key verse for us today in light of what's happening in the world around us. Mm -hmm. It's, it's key that we, we, um, like visualize ourselves leaning back into God's wisdom. Mm -hmm. And we may not quite know it yet today, but we want to help you discover some of his wisdom. We want to encourage you to seek him for his wisdom for your life. No one else can give that to you, but he can. And no one else can give that to you, but he can. He knows your mortgage situation. He knows your job situation. Even David and I can say, teach, teach and, and talk about great principles uh, in this season, um, which haven't really changed in all the years we've been talking about money. But 
but the Lord knows the specifics today mm-hmm. of your journey. And that's what we want to encourage you with, that you really ask him and lean into him, read his word, spend time with him, um, tell him your worries, tell him your concerns. And then um, like some people are doing, they're calling Dave and saying, uh, we have a lot of fear about what's happening, Dave. So can you give us some wisdom? So instead and, of... And, and I, I want to I interject there because I, I think it's really important that we just acknowledge who are we listening to. I mean, we've just read the scripture. It's timeless. We've read these verses in so many different contexts and so many, and I'm sure you've applied them in different contexts in your own life. Uh, but, you know, essentially a big uh, part of the, the, the inquiries, the people that, that I'm talking to on a daily basis, um, you know, my encouragement, but, but what I'm hearing is, is that I've been listening to the news and I'm afraid. I've been listening to this person and I'm afraid. I've been, you know, our friends and I were talking and, you know, right off the top here right now, uh, I do want to highlight the, we need to be listening to the, the word of the Lord. We need to go, what is scripture actually saying? What is the Lord saying through his scripture that's relevant for today? Again, the scripture is, is alive and active and it is relevant for our conversations today. Um, the news is not. Uh, and, and, and here's what I mean by that is, is, have you ever looked at a news newsreel that was six months old? And it is ex- exactly wrong <laughs> to to what the news is actually saying today. And you're like, wait a minute, what happened to the news that that was six? It changed with the the blowing of the wind, as you know, scripture often talks about that that picture. And I and I think that's really important for us to understand in terms of context of right here, right now, in this day and time, when you're listening to this podcast, whatever day it is, that the scripture can speak into our situation, but that we're actually listening to to what it's saying as well, and then doing it. Right, because we also, there's another verse we're going to mention in a minute, um, and Mm -hmm. uh, it's Proverbs 27, but we're not going to talk about that one quite yet, because I want to talk about that one in relation to our cash flow and um, what is happening. So I'm going to start, we're going to start for a few minutes, just talk about what's happening in the housing market that you see. Um, I printed off a a story. Actually, it's in my notes here in the office, or I actually forgot to print it off. Actually, no. Um, You know, buying a house right now in a cooling market, would you say that the housing market is cooling or um, this was a, uh, Money Wise Canada article from this week. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, th- there's a whole bunch of things in that. I mean, first of all, um, you know, I know that we're, you know, you're listening to the podcast from all over the country. Some we're listening to the, the podcast right. in the U.S. And, and in other parts of the world. So recognizing that, that you know, one of the core things that is similar for all of us is, is that our housing costs are probably or most definitely the biggest chunk of our our, our day-to-day cash flow that that it is the part of our cash flow that generally is not movable you know if we want to change our housing costs we have to move <laughs> like we have to do something right. pretty dramatic to our lifestyle if i want to change my cell phone well i can just cancel the 
and pay 500 bucks or whatever if you're on a contract and then I'm done and there's no long-term negative impact, right? But when we're talking about housing costs, we all need a roof over our head. We all need a, a place to stay. And so this is the, you know, in the context of a cooling market, a hot market, in, in the context of interest rates moving and changing, again, recognizing that um, this is a cost that we need to address. This is a cost that we, we need to go, oh, I need, I need to pay attention to this. This is, um, this is one that, that we, uh, and again, without fear, right? Because what are we hearing from uh, the marketing and the media is we're trying to figure this out. Really, that's what, what we're hearing. So the stories that are coming in from the, the Canadian media is really everyone's tr still trying to figure it Everybody's out. Everybody's trying to figure <laughs> it out. Everybody's trying to project. Some people are right. Some people are going to be wrong. I mean, oh, like project. This is what's going to happen with the sure, interest rates, or sure. this is what's happening with inflation. But well, as this we, what's happening in the housing market in right. Ottawa or in Toronto or in Vancouver right. or in Montreal. But as we've learned in COVID. And God tells us all the time, you can make a plan, but you have no, I mean, mm -hmm. uh, we, we talk about all the time, what's certain is death and taxes. I mean, that's. Sure. And, and I, Timothy talks about that too, is, is, you know, we, it's okay in a sense to make the assumption, I'm going to go to this city and I'm going to do business here and I'm going to make money as Timothy says, but he, no, but James. he also, oh, sorry, James, yeah. you're right. So, and James, and, and, but he's also saying that, you know, if the Lord wills it, we have to bring the word of the Lord, whether that's scripture, whether that's the, the oh, rhema that's word of the Lord, we have to bring that into consideration. Well, that's really interesting interpretation of the word. I don't, that's the first time, see, get my little aha <laughs> moment, that we would bring the word of the Lord into our planning, mm -hmm. right? So we would say, if the Lord, so when we say that verse says, you know, you go here or there, we um, you're mm -hmm. making a plan for the year ahead. And James actually says, you should actually say if the Lord wills it. Mm -hmm. But actually, in regards to what we're talking about here and what you just said, we bring the word of God into the planning and he directs us. And that's part of tying it back into Proverbs. That's an interesting way to look at that verse, Dave. So you guys can go to Proverbs 4 or 5. I think it's in, or not Proverbs, James 4 James or 5 4, in there. Yeah. Um, but let's just get to the nitty gritty. So what are, what are people hearing that are causing the concern? There's this issue of variable rates on mortgages and fixed rates. So can you speak to that? Sure. So, you know, this is really practical. If you are on a variable rate, then you will have noticed a, a number of increases in your in your payment. I mean, the rate's gone up, but the payment's gone up. I want to put that in context of since 1935 when, um, again, I've got this chart that I actually keep up on my computer all the time to remind me. And it's a, a chart, chart from 1935? From 1935 to the interest rates all the way through till this month. So I have the entire oh, graph that's cool. sitting on my computer. And what it shows me is this is the peaks and the valleys. What it shows me is, is the rise and the fall of the interest rates. And what it reminds me of is, is that people have lived through each of those rises and each of those falls. That, 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 you know, in a sense, humankind here in Canada, and these are the Canadian rates, that, that, that families have lived through these things. And that and when you see the graph, it, it looks like, uh, you know, a, a, a skyline. If you think about a skyline and you look across the skyline, you see buildings going up and buildings going down and different heights. And di that's kind of what it looks like. Um, but it reminds me, and, and 
I, I want to put this a little bit into context that since 2009, the Bank of Canada, so the prime lending rate has been below 5%. Now, for, you know, there's lots of economists and smarter people than me, but when I look at that graph, what I see is the vast majority of the time previous to 2009, the rate was between 5 and 10%. That's, that's where it sat from 1935 all the way to 2009. So for that period of time, the rate was actually between 5 and 10%. Since 2009, we've experienced it closer to three, two and a half. Like we've seen these. And, but what about that year, those years where it was 18? Are you getting Sure. Yes. It, I mean, the, the, during the 80s, there was about three to five years where, where, where you see it peaked and it was up at 18 and then it came down. And I'm just, but, right. but that was a very short period of time in, in 20, um, 2019, there was another little spike and peak for uh, about a year or so. As I, so, so the, there are these spikes that we all remember. We always remember the extremes and the extreme <laughs> right. negatives. Right. But, but if you look at it over the course of that whole year, the vast majority, it, it sat between the five and 10%, which again, allows for good economy, allows for Canada as a, as a global a contributor to the global economic market, allows us to, to compete well on our imports and on our exports, specifically on our exports. And, and of course, our biggest um, partner and in trading is the U.S. And so often, you know, there's a big relationship between what happens in the U.S. and what happens in Canada and, and how we can compete, uh, again, by importing and exporting. So that's we're not going to get into any of that. No, kind no, of no. global stuff. But what it does is it puts in the context of us today, the, the common man, you and I, who are looking at our mortgage payments and going, it went up another 50 bucks. It went up another 50 bucks. But isn't, so the context is awesome mm -hmm. to, to see, but when it comes to the nitty gritty of my actually cash flow, yeah. why are we panicking? Well, and this is, this is really key. And I, um, I shouldn't use the word panic. That's a really fearful, exact, fearful. Right? Why are we concerned so if you had a mortgage pre-2020 and you were on a variable rate mortgage, the, 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 the rate was 3.95 in 2020 and between 2016, 2017, 2018, the rate went from basically two and a half to 3.95. They did it over a series of years. There were the increases that happened. And, and again, that's to Pretty stabilize. Low. We're still at 3.95. 2020 hits, we experienced this pandemic, and the Bank of Canada said, we have no idea how this is going to affect the economy. One of the mechanisms we can use to, to help the economy, in a sense, stay out of recession and keep rolling is to drop that prime interest rate. So within a month, they dropped it from 3.95 to 2.45, oh. right? So they dropped yeah. it within a month. And for those of us who were on the variable, right, we were like, woohoo, our payments <laughs> just got a lot less literally within the overnight. And we were like, now, if you've listened to me before, you took my advice, you sa I said, keep your payments the same. Don't get used to that reduced payment because this rate is going, it's going to go up. And that's it's, called hedging your. That's called hedging your payment. Yeah. And, and that rate is going to go up and you want to make sure. Now, the advantage of, of hedging your payment is, is you're making all these extra payments in your mortgage. You're super accelerating mm -hmm. it down. And during the last two years, 
you had the opportunity to do that because your rate might have been one and a half percent. Your rate might have been one percent. Mm-hmm. Right. So you're going, oh, my goodness, like a one percent rate that this is never going to happen and has never happened in history. It, right. it hasn't happened in the history. We've had these super low rates simply because they've been artificially put there by the Bank of Canada for the last two years. Right. So March this year hits. And what do we hear? Well, rate hike. Rate hikes coming. One in four Canadians are going to lose their home. And, you know, I think to myself and I go, well, wait a minute, that doesn't like that doesn't even make sense to me because one in four Canadians have not buying their home in the last two years. And really, if you've bought a house in the last two years and you set your payment, then you would be going, oh, I got used to that payment. I got right. used to that payment. That, that And so, you know, from a cash flow perspective, I have to adjust my cash flow because that was an artificially low payment. And really, we're, we're just now getting to where we were in 2020 in terms of the interest rate and saying, you know, if you had a, a mortgage pre-2020. So what is pre- the interest what, what is it? Oh. So, you know, looking at that and saying, where's it going to end or what is that going to look like? These are the questions that we have uh, in the sense of saying, wait a minute, let's again put this in context that we are now just right around the same rate that we've been in 2020. Now the Bank of Canada wants to go, okay, what's going to happen with inflation? What's going to happen with, like, we don't know. So, you know, if you've been living in fear the last and you've been listening to the news and you've been absorbing that negative message of rate hike, rate hike, rate hike, and how fast can they put it up? That's the context. They just, the Bank of Canada is saying, we're at 2.45. That is not the place. We did that. We artificially reduced the rate down to that. So we have we to, need get to get it. back up we, to 4%. Like right. that, that's, that's what they're aggressively doing is to get back up to 4%. So in that context, it, it brings way more clarity, actually, why they're doing it and where we've come from and how we're doing it. But the pressure comes when we've got used to the lower mortgage payment. payment. We haven't done the payment hedging. And now we're looking at our cash flow and we're seeing the other costs of living. And I'm going to say it, David and I are in constant discussions for our own household. And and it's not- this is a change that we have, like we don't have a choice. We don't have a choice. But also, I'm I'm just going to put this in also context, life changes, right? Mm -hmm. We have four kids who are- either in university still or going back to university or not not that they're they're costing us extra but there are costs related still to adult children or helping kids in sure. university there, there's all that and we're already having to have these discussions because of the changing dynamics in our home and then you add the changing dynamics in the economy and of course sure. we've and the changing dynamics of what's happened with through COVID, like there's a lot of change. And and this summer we're actually going to be in a few weeks. You're going to um, hear a podcast with uh, a guest who talks about our ability to adapt and how sure. hard that's been. How but tired we are of that. How tired we are. So uh, we understand that. But I think we wanted to just mention and give context to what's actually happening. I wanted Dave to be able to say what he said this morning because um, we just need to take a deep breath. 
Yeah. And, and, and we have and maybe to, turn off the news. I, like, again, yeah. I, I, yes, we, we have to frame all of that news in, in a context that, that is real. And, and I think that's, that's a little bit the disappointing part for me uh, is, is, is to, to go, if I just listen to the news, of course, it's going to drive me to fear, but there is something okay about going, yeah, but there is a change that's happening so and we, we need to respond to right, that change. Wait, so, so this is also about, okay, don't be afraid, but what's the plan? Correct. Like what are some of the things that you and I need to do in our cash flow? Um, and these are hard decisions because um, we were talking about this morning, Dave, and we said, you know, we may have been saving for something that was going to go for A, B, or C. That, that might have been something fun we were planning for. And now that money needs to go pay for the gas that we're going to increase, we're going to incur the next six months because you've got to get to work. And and those are some of the hard decisions we might not want to make. And I feel, because it's summer, I feel like all of Canada is like taking a deep breath going to parties and celebrations as much as we can before anything else happens. Like, I just feel like we're like, we're on the inhale, like, okay, we're going to go do all this stuff this summer because we just don't know what's coming in September or October. And this is, we're, we're just not going to look at our bank accounts for two months and we'll deal with it later. I can totally appreciate that. I totally get yes. it. I, 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 we relate. We're, we're there with you, but we also want to tell you, get your head out of the sand a lot sooner. Um, and start, well, and, and start and the here, conversations. Here's, but here's, here's where, you know, we really want to encourage you to go. You need a plan. Um, and it needs to be, it, it needs to be put in place, but it needs to be revisited on, on a regular basis. Again, when we talk about your cash flow spending plan, you've heard us talk about this so many times uh, on, the, on the podcast, and it's mm-hmm. what we do every day. A plan has a beginning, a middle, and an end. And what happens at the beginning is you make the plan on paper. In the middle, you're reviewing the plan, and you want to make sure that you're on track. And then, of course, when it ends, that's a timeline. And you say, how long can we actually effectively create a spending plan where where I actually know what's going on. Well, uh, you know, our experience has been two months. That's about as, as accurate as most people can actually plan out. So here we are at the beginning of the summer and you're saying, what is the plan, our spending plan for this next season over the next two months till we get to September? Remembering that for the the, the, the Canadian family, September is one of the most expensive months of the year. We're going back to school. There's extra things. The kids get engaged in in uh, all kinds of activities, and those things become extra. You need to think through that now. Uh, you need to go in light of, hey, my now my mortgage rate may have gone up. Now, I'm going to just pivot a little bit. If you're on a fixed rate, then you haven't experienced that, that increase in, mm-hmm. in payment. But here's the deal is when is your maturity? Because as you get to maturity right now, the fixed rates have doubled from five years ago today, right now. Are they going to move around? Are they going to come back down? Again, the banks have responded to this, this, this fear, this negative economic situation. And, and there should be no reason because again, when we look back at the, the fixed rates that were in 2020, the fixed rates now are a percent and a half, almost 2% higher than that. And we're going, well, why is that? If the variable rate is coming up to where it was in 2020, f- why are the fixed so much higher? 
Well, that's fear. That's the bank hedging their own and saying, well, we're going to put the, the fixed rates up that much higher. Man, I there's just a lot going on. And um, I I feel like Dave has all this information he give. I think our hearts today are to encourage you to have context um, for what is happening and that you don't let fear rule the day. Mm. Um, there is that verse we talked about um, that I wanted to share, Proverbs 27, verse 12. Um, in the NIV, it says, the prudent sees danger and takes refuge, but the simple keep going and pay the penalty. We want you to stop and assess um, wisdom says um, in the message, it oh, says, I love the message. Can yeah. I read it? Can yeah, I please go, read it? Yes, can I please can, read go it? For it? So in the message, he says, the prudent man sees trouble coming and ducks. <laughs> what a great picture. The prudent man sees trouble coming and ducks. Uh, the simpleton walks in blindly and is clobbered, right? <laughs> and and if, if that doesn't sum up a little bit of our heart today for what we're talking about, we don't want you to get clobbered, no. right? You may now have been going, I already feel like I'm a little bit clobbered because my mortgage rate is coming up. The, the, the message is still the same. Work on living on less than you make, mm-hmm. right? So if the mortgage rate has gone up, that means I need to change some other things because there's an adjustment. But again, if you're if you had a mortgage in 2020, then your mortgage rate shouldn't really have changed based on the 2020 numbers. But what has changed is gas is more expensive, groceries are more expensive. So even if you were hedging your payment, even if you're not living in fear around this mortgage, what you are experiencing is is that yeah, things are more expensive than 2020. So you need a plan. You need to figure out that that how that's going to play out. And, you know, it goes back to have an emergency cushion. It goes to living on less than you make. It, it, it goes pay, to pay, pay down your debt as quickly as you can. More than ever, more this than, is essential okay. because, again, there's a lot of talk and a lot of fear around, well, where, how high will those interest rates go? Well, I don't care how high they're going to go. What I care about is, is, am I now taking care of, am I capturing all of the money that's coming into my house and applying it to to my living and not giving away an interest cost? So if you've got some consumer debt, let me put a fire under your butt if I can do that mm-hmm. and just say, now is really the time where you need to focus and get rid of that debt and, and, and make sure that you're super efficient with all of the income that's coming into your house and you're not paying any extra interest uh, on, especially on the consumer, you might, again, you're going to have to put extra thoughts into the bigger purchases. Are you going to buy a car? Well, what is that going to look like? Let's pay real close attention to um, what those car expenses might be, new car, uh, used car. Let's pay attention. It's still the same. We're still navigating the same. And I know we have a couple minutes left, but I really want to say this. For 15 years, more than enough has been, uh, we've been speaking this message. And only now, after 15 years, do we start seeing the interest rate change and it's created fear. And so we're going, wait a minute. We have been talking about these interest rates and the, the, the need for these interest rates to go up and to change. And the opportunity that we've had in the last 15 years to stay in control of our debt, to, to, to pay down our mortgages, to do that, that window might have closed a little bit. I'm not even saying it's closing and, and all that. No. I'm not going to, but it might have closed a little bit for you. And so this just lights in a little fire in your butt to say, okay, I really need to get serious about living on less than I make. 
I need to have that emergency cushion in place. I need to make sure that my consumer debt is all paid off so that I'm, I'm not losing money that I could be spending on my living because that is now maybe a little bit tighter than it was before. So if you find yourself um, wanting to bury your head in the sand, call us uh, morethanenough.ca go to info at more than enough uh, to email us or call our office um, because we just want to walk with you and encourage you not to, mm-hmm. to face your finances mm-hmm. so father we just thank you so much um, that you give us your word and that you encourage us to see what might be coming and make a plan because um, you don't want us clobbered either. Mm-hmm. But um, as we are learning, even when we make mistakes, we fall down, you're there to pick us up and we're so grateful to you. Mm-hmm. So Lord, help us um, be aware and be willing to make the, the next right steps mm-hmm. toward good financial management with you. Mm-hmm. And I pray this in Jesus' name. Amen. Well, happy birthday again, Rebecca. Thank you. Uh, thank you so much for joining me today. <laughs> it's been such a pleasure. So, uh, and thank you. Use her listening. If you need to hear uh, some of the other shows about how to build an emergency cushion or something uh, along those lines, what to do, lots of podcasts you can listen to. Go to morethanenough.ca, chri.ca, not mine.ca. Don't need a special player for that. You can just hit play um, or your favorite podcasting platform. Thanks for joining us and join us next week when we talk money. Let's Talk Money is a division of More Than Enough Financial Fitness, where God is transforming hearts and bringing hope for today and freedom for tomorrow. For more information or to comment on today's show, please visit morethanenough.ca.